The Watership Down podcast is intended for listeners who are familiar with the plot. There may be spoilers. This episode is scripted by Newell Fisher and Leah McKayla and is narrated, recorded and edited by Newell Fisher. Hello and welcome to the Watership Down podcast episode 104 in which we will be looking at the first story from part 2 of Tales from Watership Down, chapter 8 of the overall book. The story of the comical field. Before that, I just thought I should let you know that I'm starting to research whether two other radio plays of Watership Down might be available, both produced by uh, by the BBC in 2002 and 2016 and broadcast on BBC Radio 4. Watch this space. Anyway, I'm now recovering from Covid, though still testing positive. It's been a challenging week for all of us here, but this podcast continues regardless. Let's move on to part two of Tales from Watership Down. Introduction to Part 2 of Tales from Watership Down Part 2 of Tales from Watership Down is really a single 46-page long story in four parts. The last three stories in particular are overtly linked. These four tales concern the mythical long journey back to their home warren undertaken by Elachera and Rabscuttle after their terrible encounter with the Black Rabbit of Inlay, as told in Chapter 31 of the 1972 novel Watership Down by Dandelion at Bigwig's request just before he infiltrates Ephrafa. It is said there are many such stories, so these four are just a sample, and their context suggests they are among the earliest of those tales. For, at the beginning of the first one, they seem to be not far into their journey, while at the end of the fourth, there is no hint there anywhere near home. Part 2. Story 1. Chapter 8. The Story of the Comical Field. The opening quotation is taken from the short ghost story Mr Humphreys and His Inheritance by British writer M. R. James, included in his 1911 collection More Ghost Stories of an, of an Antiquary. In the story, Mr Humphreys, who has inherited an estate, learns of the mysterious death of the uncle he inherited it from and also becomes aware of the mysterious temple and maze that lie on the estate by his new home. The quotation refers to something stalking Humphreys through the maze as it grows dark. This seems to contradict the title of the story. We will come on to that. It is good that we are back to stories involving Elachera and his faithful sidekick Rabscuttle, his captain of Owsler. So far in this book, Rabscuttle has only had significant involvement in one of the stories involving King Ferocious. Now he is a firm fixture again, and this feels more like the original novel, and that feels good. The story opens with Dandelion explaining its context, the journey home from the dreadful stone warren of the Black Rabbit of Inlay. At first, despite their exhaustion after their their recent experiences, their journey is easy, with good weather and no alil to worry them. One evening, they come to the top of a hill and look at the landscape in front of them. Among the green fields of early spring, they see a large abandoned house. In the garden of the house is a curious collection of hedges tightly packed together in an area about the size of a meadow. Elchera is curious and decides to take a closer look. He names it the Comical Field. Rabscuttle is nervous of the field, but also quietly glad to see his master getting his old spirit back. Elfrara decides to try and find a way into the comical field. Turning a corner at its edge, they see a lone rabbit at Silflay. He is a little nervous and is quite old. 
There is also something about his manner that El Herrera does not really like, but he concludes that this must be due to the residual effects of the magic he was subjected to recently at the hands of the Black Rabbit of Inlay. The old rabbit is called Reenweed and has lived here for a long time on his own. According to him, he is never never bothered by the Alil, which seems strange. After sunset, Elohera asks Greenweed about the abandoned house in the comical field. He says that there used to be many people living in the house, but they gradually left. He used to see people entering the comical field. They would find their way into its centre and then find their way out again as a kind of a game. This is only one of the strange things he saw people do in order to entertain themselves. Greenweed suggests that Elohera pay it a visit. The next morning, having found little to eat in an old vegetable garden, Elohera and Rabscuffle set off into the comical field. Greenweed escorts them a little way in and then leaves them to it. After wandering through the hedged pathways for long enough to find it tedious, they find themselves in the centre of the field, where there is an upright stone and an old wooden seat. At the centre of the maze, for that of course is what it is, they rest for a while. When they wake up it is late afternoon and turning cold. Beginning to make their way back out of the maze, they find this more difficult than expected. Gradually, they both become aware that something else is in the maze with them, as they begin to hear it following the paths near them, then further away. This makes them uneasy, as it would any rabbit. Elohera briefly suggests joining whatever it is, but Rabscuttle cautions that it is very clear they are being hunted. In panic, they begin to run, not knowing which direction to go in, until they eventually collapse at the end of a long, straight section of path. They realise they've been going in circles, when Rabscuttle sees some cracker he passed earlier. And then El Herrera turns his head, and sees what is pursuing them. He never, des never describes what it is, but it was more frightening to behold than even the Black Rabbit of Inlay. For the Black Rabbit, for all his frightening qualities, were not, was not a thing of pure malignant evil. As it breaks into a run on seeing them, they flee and suddenly find an exit from the maze. Once out, they somehow know they are safe from their pursuer, which will not leave the maze. Upon finding Greenweed, he looks surprised to see them and even tries running away. Elohera pins him down and, realising that he had made a deal with the thing in the maze to keep him safe from Elil in exchange for which he would trick any rabbits who happened by into going into the maze. They force Greenweed to leave with them, and deliver him to the chief of the first warren they come to, saying nothing of what he had done. And thus the story, rather abruptly, ends. Is it canon? The image for this week's episode was nearly adapted from Series 2, Episode 9 of the Warship Down TV series. That is to say, Part 2 of the story Winter on Warship Down. This is coincidentally the storyline I use for my annual Frithmas picture of Hazel looking at Christmas lights. The initial reason for using the image I nearly did was that the episode seems to reference the comical field in the sequence where a fox stalks Hazel and his companions through a human-made maze. In the end, I managed to make a better image, I think, so I've used that instead though it still references a fox, even though the story does not actually refer to one. I'm happy with my choice, though both, both images have been posted to Instagram. All this, of course, has no relevance as to whether or not this story should be considered canon, but these cross-references between portrayals of Warship Down are still very interesting. Tales was published in 1996, and this episode of the series was first broadcast in 2000, so the latter being influenced by the former is feasible. 
But there the similarities end. For the only malign character in the TV episode is the fox, and no other character intends Hazel and his companions any harm, as it turns out. But the possibility that they did seems to reference Greenweed. For me, overall, this story does have the authentic feel of a story of Elecrera and Rabscuttle. Leah Michaela adds, quote, These stories take place in the world inhabited by humans and their crudidus. These were different in style from the other stories preceding these in Tales from Watership Down, but I think they were different from the stories of Elecrera in the original Watership Down too. Story of Comical Field is the story of a maze of bushes that Elecrera and Rabscuttle come across on their way. There's a rabbit inviting other rabbits to try it, and when trying to find their way out, they notice there's a hostile, indescribable being following them. However, that being cannot come outside the borders of the maze, so once they finally find their way out, they are safe. A guest being bound to the maze suggests that being is supernatural in nature, and perhaps also the maze is, is kept the way it is in a supernatural way, because it is said the house next to it has been abandoned for a while, and yet the maze still resembles a maze and not just a random thicket. The rabbit luring other hu others in turns out to have been bargaining with the being in the maze to save his life if he brings it other rabbits to prey on. Elechera and Rabscuttle take him to the nearest rabbit warren and leave him there, offering him a chance to change his ways and start a new life. It seems to be the triumph of the story besides getting out alive from the, ma alive from the maze, and yet later in another story there's a fall, as Elechera and Rabscuttle find themselves in a similar position, luring other animals like unsuspecting mice for a lendry to prey on. If these are read as standalone stories, there doesn't seem to be a connection. Both stories have been inspiring also that 1999 animated series, though having been turned nice instead of scary. The garden maze is used in some of the winter episodes. That part of the series seems to have taken influence also from Robert Lawson's Rabbit Hill books, at least the Christmas feast was a repeating theme in them. In a way, the story of the comical field seems to also be reflecting the Warren of the Snares, though not as clearly just retelling that story as some other, other short stories retell some other stories. I guess it also references to some horror stories. Mazes and hostile beings in them just seem to call for that. End quote. Thank you, Leah. Indeed, at its most simple level, this story does operate as a horror or ghost story, an effective follow-up to the dreadful encounter with the Black Rabbit of Inlay. Next time, Elechera and Rabscuttle encounter another warren and the Great Marsh. Mm -hmm.